Welcome back to another episode of the Greatest Day Podcast. This is episode 175, and uh, it's it, this has been a long time in the making because uh, if you listen to episode 174, which was effort is the expectation, talked about that sometimes just showing up and keep putting that effort in is exactly what you need to do. Not about growing. It's not about progression. It's not about any of that stuff. Definitely not about perfection. It's just about showing up day after day and putting in the effort <clears throat> and the results will come. I got a message from that, from actually from more than one person, speaking to relationships and marriage. And what if my effort isn't matched by my partner? What if I just keep putting effort towards specific things, um, relationships, and and I'm getting nothing out of it. And people have asked me this when I've done like little sticker box questions of ask me anything. This topic has come up. So we're diving into it today. And we'll see how long I last because you can still hear my sickness in my voice and my throat gets itchy and I will start coughing and, and then I'll be gone. So we'll see. We'll see how I do. Um, but I want to go through, I want to go through something with you because there is absolutely a time to leave your relationship. Absolutely. There is worse things in life than divorce and splitting up and ending a relationship. Now, I, I think there's plenty to do, and maybe that's another episode, but there's plenty to do before you get to that point. But, but there, there are some really good indicators and I'm going to rely on a lot of stuff on the, the Gottman Institute today because, you know, they're, they're our go-to people for research-based um, relationship stuff. So they, they've they done the work. They've done the, the research. They've got the science out there. They've got the, the proof and the evidence, and we're going to rely on it. So not much today is going to be a whole lot of my thoughts and anything that I'm creating. It's more of just communicating to you some of the findings out of the Gottman Institute on relationships and 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 really when you should get out of a bad relationship and uh, some indications of that. So really, I'm just going to, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to share some of these things, some questions or some signs that you should look for. And then in the show notes, you can click on the link that will take you to, um, that will take you to an article. It's an older article, but the um, the thing that I'm that I'm pushing you towards in this article is is a quiz. And um, is it time to leave the relationship? It's a quiz. And so at the bottom of this article, <clears throat> you can go take this quiz, and it'll give you some results and and kind of give you an indication. But I think as I talk about this and. If it applies to you, I think you'll you'll start to maybe feel some of the signs, and you don't need the quiz. Um, you'll just know. So let's fly through them because I um, I'm gonna try to still keep this to my 10 to 12 minutes, and uh, and we'll see we'll see if my voice lasts. But so really the um, some of the signs here, and and Dr. Gottman he got John Gottman he got into predicting whether a couple would break up within four years, he got to a 94% accuracy by looking at some of these signs. And that's a pretty big number and a pretty high accuracy, right? To be able to just tell from the way couples 
interacted and the way they talked about their relationships and the way they interacted with each other, he could predict with a 94% accuracy if they would break up within the next four years. And so here are the signs. I just want to give them to you. Um, you do with what you want with these signs. But um, one is the story of us. So the way think about the way you talk about your relationship. The way couples talk about, like couples will come into my office and it's, you know, one of the first conversations is like, just tell me about the wedding day. Tell me about your beginning. Tell me about how this all started, like you guys. And based on how people will tell that story is a really good indicator of happy couples versus unhappy couples. And, you know, the couples who are like, well, my wedding day, like, first of all, I should have seen these signs when we were dating. Um, and then my gosh, our wedding day, it was just rainy and it was cold and like, it just, it couldn't have been a worse day. Like this, the weather did not help. And, and then the, the cake was, uh, you know, and so even just in these details, how somebody talks about, you know, the beginning of quote us is a good indicator of, you know, just the status of the relationship and the future really versus the couple who is, is talking about like, yeah, it was, you know, it, it, the day threw us for a loop. You know, we really it kept us on our toes. Like the cake was late getting delivered and the, the rainstorm, we did not expect that, but it actually, you know, it made, it made everything just, you know, it was a hot day anyway. So it kind of cooled the day down. It was so nice. And, you know, it just, it kind of, it just made everything look, you know, had this glisten, glistening look to everything with just, you know, it was outside and so everything was wet and, you know, but it was still, it was just okay. Like it was awesome. It was still made for a good day. You can hear the difference, right? In, in the way you're describing these days. <clears throat> um, that's a, t- that is a, that is a big indicator for couples when they talk about the story of us and, and it's kind of tough that when, when that switch on the way you talk about your beginning, if it's already in this negativity, this negative place, regrettable incidents that like the hope's kind of been removed, it's, it is difficult to change that story. And when that story is set, um, it's not a good indicator for other areas. So, so some of these other signs though, sign number two, <clears throat> and again, you'll see this in this article, but having a weak fondness and admiration for each other. So when you think about fondness and admiration, you're thinking of like um, when couples are talking about each other, their partner, they're talking with warmth and affection and love and respect, right? This is fondness and admiration. Like I, when I'm talking about my other person, I'm, I'm lighting up. You can hear me, right? Like I'm talking about, for me, right? I've been talking about my wife, about her great characteristics and, and um, her humor and, and the way she can just, you know, we can we can make a good situation or a bad situation into something good by, by just one reframe or like any of these kinds of things. But if a couple, the couples who eventually broke up, they tended to recall unfavorable impressions of their partner. They had a weak fondness and admiration. They did not talk about or describe, you know, these, these happy signs or these happy characteristics about their person. Um, even the major blowups in their relationships, they, um, rather than it be like fun or happy or, you know, like the wedding day where we made the best of our rainy day, um, they're not able to do that. They're more focused on 
the bad parts and the negative parts and the and the the major blowups rather than the fun times. So having a weak fondness and admiration is a is a big sign as well. The third sign is, and you hear me talk about this all the time, but it's the meanness dominates the weeness. And I always talk about <clears throat> the healthy me's create healthy we's. Like two people, if you think of a Venn diagram, two circles, the closer we can bring those circles together and we got that like good amount of overlap of those two circles making making this third region in the middle, that's that shared that's that shared section of your lives together. That's the we-ness of your relationship. And um, happy couples will talk about their sense of, of we, um, that, that they feel connected, that they are in this thing together, right? They've got this shared values, beliefs, goals, outlooks on life. It's not just two individuals going side by side, having zero or limited um, intersection in their relationship. And so we still have to have, you know, the individual person. There's got to be that for sure. You can't lose sight of that. Um, But if there's too much of just that individuality, too much meanness um, and not enough of the we, then then couples will certainly suffer long term. Um, Arguments become harder to 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 solve and to you know, um, resolve or get through because you're thinking of yourself. There's not this shared meaning anymore. And so there's just kind of this, this trapped feeling of like, I'm looking out for me and I have to win this and I've got to make sure my needs are met. And when that, I mean, obviously you're hearing this, but when that's happening, clearly not a great formula for a relationship that's supposed to be built on this togetherness and this shared meaning and, and this we feeling of the, of the marriage. So, Side number four, impersonal details of partners. I mean, think about <coughs> think about love maps. Again, a Gottman thing. The love maps, the way you are able to come to know and understand and describe your partner and their life. Like, do you know their favorite music? What, who are their closest friends? What's their favorite food? Uh, favorite time of the year? Where do they love to vacation or not? You know, what kind of conflicts are they having in their life right now? What's their work going on? What's what's kind of relationships at work like? All of these things are called the love maps, right? The way we can, the details and understanding we have about our partner. And if there's very impersonal details of this, when you're lacking the connection and, and, um, and you don't know the details about your partner in this way, now some might say like, well, so what? Why do I have to know who my 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 partner's friends are why do i need to know their favorite music and you know it's i guess it's kind of less about like that you actually know all of these things about your your partner but it's more that you're just connected it's just a it's symbolic of how connected you are and how you know if i'm at the store and man this is i guess this is probably not um, relevant these days. Oh, I'll change it up. I was going to use music, right? Like and picking up, picking up a a CD for your partner because you know they like that music. Those days are gone. But maybe a book, right? Like my wife likes to read a lot. I don't have to necessarily know like what she's reading, um, or or necessarily care too much about the details of her book. But if I kind of have a if I kind of have a good insight about like, I know she likes to read this kind of author or I know she's kind of into these weird teen um, sci-fi things, which she is, <clears throat> I hope I don't get that wrong, 
we'll never know because she won't listen to this, so we're good. Um, but I know she's into kind of some of these books, right? And just knowing that, I can be like, hey, I saw so-and-so's new book come out, and I can pick it up for her. Like, that goes a long way. That goes a long way to have those personal details about your person. So when it's impersonal and you don't really know these kinds of things, you don't understand or know the love maps, um, you kind of miss out on a lot of opportunities to just have that closeness and connection. So that's a great sign as well. That's number four. Sign number five is relationship struggle. Relationship struggles push you apart. So any kind of negative or... um, the tension or struggles in your relationship, those should, for happy couples who who discuss how they've grown together through those events, that's a great sign. Couples who say whenever something negative happens, it just pushes us more apart. Like it, it just creates more distance. It weakens our bond. It doesn't strengthen our bond. When, when struggles in your relationship, <clears throat> you go through something you experiencing something individually or as a couple, and it doesn't bring you in to want to be there for each other. Rather, it goes back to that whole kind of me approach rather than the we. That's a that's a that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign at all because um, the struggles, the couples who have gone through the most stuff, usually have and have survived and got through it together. They've usually got some of the strongest bond. And, um, and connection than other couples, right? <clears throat> so going through these and using them, using the negative experiences to, to then push you together rather than apart is a great sign. So again, sign number five, relationships, relationship struggles push you apart. Not a good thing. So if you've got those struggles in your relationship, with most, most of us do, really think about and examine, do we come together in those moments or does that actually put more distance and disconnect in our relationship. That's not a great sign. And then the last one, number six, um, the relationship falls short of your expectations. Um, And if you don't have your expectations laid out together, that's kind of your love map as well, like just kind of talking about these things, then it's going to be really hard to know if it's falling short or if it's meeting your expectations. But satisfied partners believe their relationship has met their expectations. A happy couple Um, This is right out of the article. A happy couple describes knowing that their partner was right for them, even if they face some trouble along the way. Kind of going back to sign number five, right? Even knowing that, that um, the the struggles and, and, and those things, even going through those things, they just knew, like, this is my person. Like, I just feel it. Um, they're meeting my expectations. We're able to talk about things. There's, there's, there's more appreciation than there is criticism. Um, there's, we're, we lack the cynical statements, you know, they're, they're patient, they're loving, they're, they're all these things. So it's meeting my expectations. The opposite, obviously, being they're very cynical. They make cynical statements. They're, maybe they're poking fun at you or making fun of you in public or they're, they're, <clears throat> they're not having your back. Um, they're short-tempered or impatient with you. And, um, you know, and I, th- I think you, you know if you know. Like if you're in one of these relationships, I think you know as I talk about it, you'll feel it. Um, and again, going back to that story of us, right? Once that switch has been clicked over into that negative, um, that negative direction, it's really hard to switch back. And it may just be that it's time to leave. You know, it's painful. It's not very fun. But if you're meeting a lot of these signs, you know, four or five of these signs, you know, you're probably not in a great place anyway. So leaving, yeah, is going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. 
but the alternative is staying in a place where multiple signs of an unhealthy relationship are present. It's, you're probably not. You're probably not loving where you're at anyway. So the last part of this article, which really go click on this link and go take this quiz if you're if you're have ever wondered if it's time for you to leave your relationship, if the effort you continue to put in is not feeling matched, if it's not feeling like this is you know meeting your expectations or some of those other signs are there, go take this quiz and just um, and see what comes of it. <clears throat> you probably already know, but here are the questions. Here are the questions, and it's a strongly agree down to a strongly disagree, five-point scale. Um, and then after you do it, you can submit your results. They'll send you, you know, they'll send you, um, oh, they don't. They'll just show your results after. But I would, I would say also get in front of a trained Gottman professional for your relationship um, if you're going to, you know, if you're trying to navigate how to repair some of this, or if it is in fact time to leave um, and you need help and support doing that, I would, I would definitely hire someone to help you who is trained in this stuff, who knows what they're doing. Cause this is not an easy thing to have to do. I've walked people through ending relationships and what that looks like. It is, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing. And it's worthwhile having someone on your side that can, that can hear you out and, and can think things through with you and, and think about the safety and, um, just some other details, but here's the quiz. Um, whether you go take the quiz or not, here are the questions. So give a, give it some thought. <coughs> I am disappointed in this relationship. Again, strongly agree down to strongly disagree. I love talking about the history of our relationship. My partner can be very selfish. My partner doesn't empathize with me when I get angry. My partner expresses a lot of pride in my accomplishments. My partner and I are a great team. I don't think the struggle in the relationship is worth it. My partner understands me. My partner tries to convince other people that I'm crazy. I feel very close to my partner. And that is it. So those questions, I don't know how many there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten questions. Ten questions, six signs. If uh, the majority of these are pointing in a unhealthy, not positive direction, it, you know, it's probably time to consider creating a different reality for yourself because you deserve happiness. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to to be in a place where you can be celebrated and not just tolerated or put up with or you know, like, I don't know. It doesn't matter how old you are, your 20s, your 40s, your 60s. It does not matter. Like, you deserve to live out your life with fulfillment and in a relationship that you can be happy with yourself and you can be celebrated by your partner and that you can feel that love and support. And you can also give that to that person, you know, that they receive that from you as well. So hopefully this was... um helpful in just creating more thoughts and maybe just the beginning of you digging in a little bit deeper into some of this. Um, I know it has been brought up many times before and I've never addressed it. So today felt like the day following that last episode of effort um, being your expectation. So the same goes for your relationship. Um, And when I talked about that professional being someone who can help you with some of this stuff, um, that is absolutely something 
that I do and that's who I am. So if I can be additional support and, and maybe that means us working together, maybe it just means helping you find someone in your area that you can work with, uh, please do reach out. I'm happy to, to problem solve that a little bit with you or think through some of that with you. And um, I wish you well. I, I really do. I'm sending my love and my, and my support and encouragement if you are in and you connected to this, this message today of being probably in that state. I'm sorry because that's not fun. That's not, a, that's not a great place to be. But you can change. You can change your reality. You can change for the better, um, even if that person on the other side isn't. And sometimes that means that you leave, that you find a different reality. So, um, all right, you guys, let's get out of here. I will see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day.